Welcome back to Caucus Talk, episode 33, where we give you part B of, in their own words, the Ingoosh. Welcome to the studio all the way from Ingushetia, Lisa and Hadi. Woo! Yeah! Awesome. So Thank you. Us. Hello, everyone. Yeah, this is great. We, we already had, we had some, uh, some men from Ingushetia That's representing, right. but... We gotta have the ladies from the That's caucuses. That's only half the story, and That's maybe right. not even half the story. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be caucus talk with just the men. It's got to be the men and the ladies. I endorse that view. Yeah. So, Lisa and Hadi, welcome to the show, um, listeners. We know Lisa and Hadi through the local university here. Um, we coordinated an English club there for a couple years, and so we have some mutual friends. Got to know them. Um, they speak great English, so. Uh, well, That's English with a ola, not English with an u. Though they speak great English, the also English speaking yeah, the English. Right. Yeah. So tell us a little about yourself. Who are you? What are you studying in university? And where are you from? We'll start with you, Lisa. Hey everyone. Uh, my name is Lisa. I'm from Ingushetia, uh, from capital of Ingushetia, Magas, and I'm studying in uh, Petigorsk University. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm studying Chinese and English languages. Wow. Chinese? Chinese. Ni hao ma. Ni hao ma. Great. How are you? That's all I know. <laughs> oh. I don't even know. I know uh, happy birthday. You do? Shuni shenzhen kuai la. Shuni shenzhen kuai la. Yeah. Andrew, we're going to get emails for that. They're going to be, our Chinese uh, listeners are going to be like, do you know what you actually said? Some friends, <laughs> some friends taught us. No. Our girls still sing it. Dude, you can't mess with that because if, if your tones are wrong, you can be saying like, will you All be right. my wife? And can we edit that out? <laughs> no. That's true. <laughs> this is on the record. I hit record and I meant it. So Lisa, That's cool. is your Chinese right. better than your English or is your English better than your Chinese? I guess my English is much better than Chinese. Okay. Uh, I have the third. Third. Third uh, Chinese HSK. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So you're, you are from the capital city of Ingushetia, Magas. Okay. Awesome. How long has Magas been the capital? Uh, for a um, few... Um, Centuries? Decades? Yeah, decades, maybe. Decades, like 10 years? Decades. Two decades. Yeah, decades. Decade. 20 years, right? Yeah, more than 20 years. 23 1995 M- or Magas was founded in 1994. Oh, it was founded uh-huh. um, as, a, as a city. But it's it was, an ancient city, right? Yes. It used to be a, a really it ancient used city. used to be an ancient city. Um, Magas is the city of sun. It was founded in 1994. The city of like the sun. Translation. Uh, right. Oh. Yeah. That's what it means. Magas yeah. means city of Magas the sun. Magas means city of sun. Wow. Does that mean it's sunny there? Uh, yeah, there is always sunny. <laughs> it's like Kislovodsk. Always sunny in Kislovodsk. But it's, I've been there a couple times and it's been <laughs> rainy and cloudy. Andrew, you did so, not read the promotional material. It's always sunny in Magas, okay? Uh, we need to rename the city. Just kidding. Usually um, sunny. Now, Magas, I've heard this. Isn't Magas like an ancient city from old Caucasus history? Yes. It is ancient and at the same time uh, the youngest ta- uh, town in the world. Oh, wow. In the, the world. youngest city in the world. Wow. So was it an old English city 
or like just a ca- Caucasus city? And was it destroyed or what happened? It was a Caucasus city, uh-huh. uh, for ancient Alan city. Oh, and okay. it that was one. destroyed uh, yeah. by uh, Mongol Tatarska Ika. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Genghis Khan and the Mongols. Wow. That's history right there. Right there. Eight, only 800 years ago. So it's, it's just been, it just had a little pause as a city. It's back. It's back. <laughs> Magas is back. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. So, Hadi, what about you? Tell us about yourself. Um, my name is Hadi. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm 19 years old and I study international relationships. Ah, and, okay. And also Chinese. Really? And wow. English. Yeah. So, do you guys hope to study in China at some point? Of course, I'm planning to visit okay. China. Yes. To it's live my there? Wish. Yeah. You want to live there? No. Uh, only just, a year, maybe. Uh-huh, okay. Where would you like to go? Shanghai. Yeah. Is that the biggest city in China? Um, no, Beijing no, has to be. Beijing. I, I hear there's some big ones. <laughs> <laughs> that one's only got 20 mil, so <laughs> it's not so big. Cool. Cool. Wow. Very cool. Two Chinese English speaking English <laughs> students and, and Russian speaking. That's like a tongue twister. Chinese. Does your name have a meaning? Do your names have meanings? My name, it's like mm, present, present. Like, yeah, present. Yeah. And главный командующий. Oh, Ooh, the head like, of the team? Yeah, like the leader. Mm, the leader, yeah. probably. I don't know which is mm, right. Uh huh. Um, in sites, in internet, I found these two translations. Oh, yeah. Okay. We do that with our names too. Our son, we named him and then we looked up looked it up we're like what does this mean? Oh, and then we sort of picked the ones we liked. Oh. And yeah. just and my name is uh, on Chinese. You're talking? No, no, no. Just in in English ah, does it have in a, English it a, has, a meaning. Uh it hasn't it isn't in English name. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Yeah, which right. has a meaning, but it's not English, right? Okay. That's cool. Good. So, Lisa and Hadi we we actually talk about Ingushetia a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, listeners, as we're recording this, I'm fresh off a three-day trip to Ingushetia. <sighs> We've talked about the amazing towers in the mountains, Jealous. but that place is beautiful. So probably, I, I bet a lot of our listeners, when they started listening to this podcast, had never, ever heard of Ingushetia. And now a lot of them are probably sick of hearing about of the hearing about Ingushetia. But... <laughs> Ingushetia is such a unique place. You have these beautiful towers in the mountains. Um, history is so interesting. Um, so let's start off talking about the English people. Uh, describe the English people. Like if you could, you're talking to people all over the world right now. Like who are the English people? What makes them unique here in the Caucasus? Um, of course, we are very friendly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tolerant. We help you if you need a Oh. Help, yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard to talk about yourself. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe uh, are there? Well, I'll let you go. I ahead. think English people are uh, sincere and peaceful, hmm. and uh, we never had kings or slaves uh, in our history. Wow. And um, and I think our nation is brave because we uh, have. Uh, many things in our history, uh, like wars, and uh, we were sending in Siberia and right. uh, returning from Siberia, mm, wow. and etc. Yeah, that's great. No um, kings and slaves. Yeah, let's let's touch on that. So, if there weren't any kings or slaves in your history, kind of, 
how did the English nation rule itself? What was the system? Uh, we always has uh, we always had uh, elders uh-huh. and um, talking with him if there is some problem and uh, uh, they are like um, authority 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 and yeah. elders always have been uh, authority for right. mm. us and uh, they. Um, and we always respect uh-huh. old people. I can never remember and the word respect in Russian, so it's okay. Go on. And Uvezhat, your elders. I know, Uvezhat, <laughs> but it slips my mind. It's not that I don't respect them. So. Yeah. So uh, really you talked about these, your elders, and I think the word in Russian is tape. Is that right? Clan, like, clan. like clans. Yes. Is that right? There's English city has always been made up of different tapes or clans. Clans. What yeah, is it in Russian? Right. Tape. 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 Like Scotch tape. tape. Yes. Yeah. Tape. And that's a Russian word. Is that a? Re- that's probably more a Caucasus word. Yeah, right? no, it's Caucasus it's English. English word. Right? No, uh-huh. not English, but it's Caucasus. <laughs> yeah, that's um, close enough. Tapes means like um, families. Yeah, in uh-huh. my tape, tape is three families. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is this the same thing as tukum? Kum? Tukum. Ah, uh, we don't have tukum. You don't, uh, but yeah. that's Chichen, in Chichenia, Chechen yeah. and yeah. like Dagestan. Nine tukum, I heard. That's what? Nine, nine tukum. Nine families? Uh, no, oh, tukum is there's like, nine. I don't know what. They, it's like a group of families. Yes. Uh, I'm wondering if it's similar, tape and tukum, if they're like this similar idea. No. Okay, uh, no. English, tuk- uh, English clan tape have only... Um, uh, Small number. Yes. No. As uh, one, two, three, m- no more than ten families. Ah, maybe. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tukum have uh, more than hundred, maybe uh, so more like families. Tribe, in maybe. Huh. Okay. Tukum. Interesting. All right. It's just a word I've heard. So tape. This is new. Yeah. New word. Yeah. I've always heard tape associated with Chechnya and how their tapes in Chechnya as well. Huh. Um, so. So in your tape, there are only three families. Yes. How is a tape? Formed, formed. Um, my tape. Um, there were one man, and um, he has two sons. Uh-huh. Um, and three three families. Name uh, father, son, and second son. Uh-huh. My family's second son name. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So how far back was this guy and his two sons? Do you think? I maybe more than. Two hundred years. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. And I just so at that point when the the man is there with his two sons, was there no tape? That no. He, he, there were no tapes. So he they formed started it. They started it. Yeah. So that was maybe was that the time when most of the tapes started? Um. No, I think no. But just for him, they weren't okay. Eli, we should start. We should start a tape. A caucus talk <laughs> tape. <laughs> you and me, man. That would be awesome. Oh, God. Yeah, one day they're going to be talking about us. <laughs> Back those two guys. What do you have to do for people in your tape? Um, just support each other. Yes. Yeah. Emotionally, if financially. If we have problem, all yeah. tapes come uh-huh. to help us. Wow. Yes. So like if right now, let's say you, this is totally, I might cut all this, but so like, right, let's say you have exams right now, right? Oh. And there's a big problem with a family in your tape. Do you, 
leave and go back right away? Or like, would you have to stop what you're doing? Or do people like leave? It their- depends on problem. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. The tip is a big, big family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's great. very cool. I, I definitely, I want to add on to that. You talked about how important it is to respect your elders and older people. And I've, in all my interactions with English people, this has been one of my big takeaways is how much respect there is. And um, I was recently uh, in an English home and um, we were the guests. And my friend, he's my age, he's 30, I think he's 36, one year older than me. Um, But all the men in the room were older than us. So uh, even though he's my peer, he was serving everybody the whole time. He was standing up, getting them food, refilling their plates, um, and always deferring to the older men to speak instead of himself. And I noticed that. Like, it's very noticeable. He was showing, showing respect and deferring to um, the older men. And, yeah, it's a good quality of the English people. And hospitality plays a very important role in our life. Mm. And the interesting fact is even if your uh, enemy comes to your house, oh. uh, he will be safe until... He leave the the house and um, e- every time uh, for the guest you must uh, um, you must uh, put a lot of food on the table and uh, to enjoy him. Yeah, this is so. I don't know if you heard that, listeners, but <laughs> this is an English tradition where even if your enemy comes to the knocks on your door. You have to receive him because he's a guest. Right. He's a guest. And you have to, isn't it for three days, you have to take care of him? Uh, that is for three and days. And after this, he's the part of your family. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to just, if you have enemies, to get rid of them. Is you just go be a guest for a long time. <laughs> and then you become a part of the family. <laughs> Yeah, I, I see a new mini series on Netflix coming, Andrew. I mean, we could really sell this, man. We're there's, moving in the TV a... based on this one idea. Actually, that's a great idea. No, that's really cool. Um, I yeah. really like my idea. I'm going to start thinking about that. <laughs> Work on my treatment. Huh. So uh, let's talk a little about um, the English language and culture. So here in the North, English city is right in the middle of the North Caucasus. You've got Chechnya and Gushetia, or Chechnya and Dagestan to the east. Uh, to the west, you've got Ossetia and Kabardino-Balkaria, Karachay-Cherkessia. What makes English, the English people different from other Caucasus nationalities? I, know, I think, like you guys mentioned, respect and hospitality. Definitely many Caucasus peoples, this is a part of their culture. And you talked about some of the specific yeah. things. What, what makes you different from other Caucasus nations? I think the unique thing uh, about English people compared to other Caucasus nationalities is first of all that we protect our traditions and customs. Um, and uh, there's some uh, traditions uh, that other Caucasus nationalities doesn't have. Mm. And uh, there is one thing, um, I think you like it. Uh, it, <laughs> it is... Sound um, in the law? Son-in-law. Son-in-law can see mother-in-law. For 20 years. Never. Ever? I was yes. going to bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> this is, okay. Listeners, <laughs> this is the most interesting <laughs> tradition 
I know of in the North yeah. Caucasus. And is it alive? Is it true? Yes. Yes. The thing is course. that husband cannot see his wife's mother ever. Ever. Yeah. So, all right, Lisa. Let's wow. say in three years you get married. Okay. So you're, that means that the man that you marry, he can never, ever in his entire life see your mom. That's right. Well, wow. Tell us about this because a lot of, a lot of married people listening- I just heard a bunch of jaws drop. Are thinking, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it causes envy in most men around the world. <laughs> That is, I've told a Russian friend about that tradition, and he oh, yeah. said, "Oh, I wish we had that in the Russia <laughs> among the Russians." Wow. So, what what is the um, motivation behind that? Yeah, the what, reason yeah, behind just, that? Usually, we have problems. Uh-huh. Many people have problems. Many uh, son-in-law, sons-in-law right, have right. problems with mothers-in-law because law. they don't like yeah. them. <laughs> wow. And vice versa. Sometimes. Sometimes. So basically. If the son-in-law never sees his wife's mom, that keeps them from having arguments, conflict. Yeah, kind of. Wow, it works. Was, really? That was my yeah. next. That was my next question. So the, the proof's maybe, in the pudding. But here, so I'm going to be a little skeptical. Lowest divorce here. rate in all of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm. I don't know if it's that's probably true. true. <laughs> um, obviously. So I'm. I'm going to be a little skeptical. So, so yes, the the husband and the mother-in-law never interact so they don't argue but that doesn't keep for example if a mother-in-law wanted to be subversive or have to try to exert control she could still try to influence her daughter against the husband if she wanted so it obviously doesn't take away all the problems all problems so you guys you girls aren't married yet but from your experience, how have you seen this play out? Yes. Like, have you, do you have any stories where you saw how helpful it was that the mother-in-law never met the son-in-law? Yes. My mo- my father have never seen his mother-in-law. Is it a little uh, bit? Once my um, father uh, went uh, as a guest with, uh, to ma- my mom's house. Uh-huh. It was uh, some festival. Uh, so uh, when he knocks the door, um, my, mom, my mom's mother opened the door. <laughs> and my, my father was like uh, s- standing and didn't say anything. <laughs> and and uh, my uh, grandma... He ran away. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that, that was going to be my next question. What happens if they do meet and uh, you just run? <laughs> Flee, run. run with the wind. So is it, a little bit, is it a little bit sad? I mean, your mother is a really important person in your life, and many mothers are wonderful and would have great relationships with their sons-in-law. So... Yeah. Does anyone ever feel that there's something lost? No. I think I would. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the look listeners on Hottie's like, face. No, no. <laughs> no but um, as for me, it is a little bit sad. I would like them um, to, I would like together uh, we go mm. to cafe and or somewhere right. else. It would be great, <laughs> I think, but we can't. <laughs> so. Man. Are there families that. Ignore the tradition and get together? No, oh, nobody no. ignores. <laughs> what happens if you ignore? Oh, uh, I people don't know. Will, <laughs> people will um, uh, 
say it's talk strong about your family and yes. wow. not in good uh, sight. <laughs> so you kind of get pushed out from good relationships, right? Ostracized, marginalized. That is so interesting. I remember the first time one of my English friends told me about that tradition. I thought I didn't understand him, and I said, "Wait, tell me that again." Never ever see your mother-in-law. It would, yeah, but it. The more I've heard, like the reason behind it, is so that the marriage would be strong. I, you can appreciate it, you know. I my jaw is still dropped. I'm just sitting here. My head is just kind of <laughs> reeling. Really, that before? I've never heard that. that actually, I just read in a book which is written in the 1930s called Twelve Secrets of the Caucasus." And is what? Where's this guy from? Esed Bey. Uh, oh, he was raised in Azerbaijan. And can't, anyway, <laughs> it's not exactly historical. Like historians have read it, and they're like, he probably made up some of the things. Like uh-huh. he kind of embellished them. It's uh-huh. really fun to read because it sort of feels like you're reading a movie, and it's based on his travels. But he did say that's why I said twenty years because I just read in one place where or another, maybe it was among Balkars. He said that there was a 20-year uh, moratorium oh, wow. on the mother-in-law and oh, the son-in-law meeting. But after 20 years... I've never heard mm. that. Yeah, I haven't heard that. And that may not be people's. factual, but it at least is the same idea. We should not only start our own tape, <laughs> we should also <laughs> Tell- start some traditions. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to talk to Christy's mom. <laughs> no, I have a great mother-in-law, and so... I do too. There's no need for that. But I'm sorry, it's all over. Because she's listening. No, no, she's great. She is great. There's no uh, kavarstva in my what I'm saying. I don't even know what that word great. is in English. But uh, guile. Yeah, yeah. We should start some other tradition, Eli, with some relative, <laughs> like something really obscure. Yeah. Okay, maybe we can involve pets. And we'll things. get back to you on that, right. listeners. Well, We're gonna have an by. episode one day. Where we're starting our own Caucasus people traditions right. and clan, and that okay. person's going to walk in the room, and the episode's just going to end because we 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 run out. So this is that that's just one of many English traditions, mm-hmm. um, and not just English traditions, but in the Caucasus, there's so many traditions. Um, I'm sorry, I just have to say again, like if I were listening to this, <laughs> I would be, <laughs> I like it complete. First of all, I'd be thinking like. Well, I could understand if even a hundred years ago people did that, but I'm sure in today's <laughs> day and age with the technology and everything, I'm sure that that doesn't really, really happen. But there, are, we have two English girls sitting here telling us it's true. No one disobeys this; like it is yeah. alive and well. Second of all, just it completely <laughs> struck restructures your society. Yeah, like a complete. I just think about family gatherings. Yeah, which are so central, and of course, you guys have family gatherings. Or do we you? have on uh, weddings or and right. in. So, could a mother-in-law and son-in-law be at the wedding on different sides of the room? Mm. I don't mm. think they can be in the same room, right? Uh, again, the mother-in-law. I didn't think about that. <laughs> mother-in-law <laughs> and who? And her and the, son. And the son-in-law. son-in-law. Oh, could they be like it's if it's a big thing or outside? Maybe the mother-in-law stays over there and the son-in-law stays over here, and they don't. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't think about this. You have, have a proximity have, meter so that beeps if they get too close. Sure. Like, but there <laughs> hasn't place to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. Anyway, I just the 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 implications are pretty far reaching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had this recent trip I did to Ingushetia. Uh one of the guys who was guiding us around, he was telling me how so he's 26. And uh the day before our driver was his cousin who's 25. Sorry, you just said the day before the driver was his cousin. Yeah. The day before that this guy drove us around, his cousin drove us the day before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It wasn't that the day before he was his cousin and the day after he wasn't. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. clarifying. <laughs> but he was less than one year younger than him. But he told me that um, in Ingushetia, the oldest person, even if he's older by one day, he always has the right to tell younger people, a younger person, what to do. And the younger person must respect what he says and do it immediately. Does that make sense? Is that right? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And so. So who's older between you two? She older. Does she boss you around? Do you boss her around? (laughs) (laughs) Make me an egg. (laughs) But like what he was telling me was, he said, the reason we do this is the younger person, the motivation is respect. And that the younger person, if the older person is asking the younger person to do something, that must mean it's really important. And the younger person needs to stop what he's doing, show respect to that person, and do it. So he told me, he said, I wanted to drive you yesterday, but my car had brake problems. And so I told my cousin, you need to take them tomorrow to the mountains. So he did. He changed his plans, and he did. And I think even if it doesn't make sense to us initially when we first hear the tradition, that I, what I've seen in Ingushetia is the kind of the, the root is respect always. It's out of respect for other people. Is that Would you say that's right? I think that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, we have a um, code of honor. Mm. His name is Isdil. Isdil. Oh, Everyone wow. should uh, follow it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect each other. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Be good for each other. Right. Yeah. It's very important for us, Isdil. Right, right. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard that, Isdil. It's not just respect elder people. Mm, right. You you must to treat uh, younger people to look after them, etc. Mm, yeah. Try to be the best. Right. <laughs> See, I would like to know, and I don't know if you know, but how does a culture develop that kind of an ethic? Isdil. Do how does a culture yeah. decide? You know. That we, it's it's the most important thing to us is to be the best, and that means respect and honor. You, do you know what I mean? Because not every like, culture has that. Do you know the history of where the Esdale came from, the code of honor, who it, started it? It was with uh, it were it was it with was. us every time. I think yeah, yes. for all time. Wow. Yeah, and fifteenth centuries ago, it was the same. Wow. <laughs> My jaw is still Man, down on the we ground. We need to find a podcast from the fourth century and see if <laughs> yeah. they're talking about <laughs> Isdale. Do some deep research there on, on the It is so interesting because we're when you look at the Caucasus, everybody's always looking back in history, like how it used to be. This right. is how it always was. And it is interesting to think, how did those things get started? Yeah. Is Esdale in danger of being um, lost? Yes, I think yes. And why? Why? Mm, because everything is changed step by step. I think the nations, uh, every, all all world changes yeah. Yeah. by the way. Mm. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe is it's because internet. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, technology. To be honest, I don't agree with Hadi. I don't think it's in danger of lost SDL mm-hmm. because we are we are um, protecting our <laughs> SDL and trying yeah. to be like our uh, ancient ancient An- ancestors. Yeah, ancestors, mm-hmm. and so we're going that way. And uh, our parents always talking about Esdel and uh, how we must, uh, how our behavior must be. And Mm. so that way we try to save it. Yes, of course. So can you give me a top three, like for you, top three most important things for you as young women from Esdel? Like what's on your list? Your parents are always talking about it. How you must behave. What or what are at least three big ones for you? And they could be different. I should know that I'm Ingushka. Uh-huh. And uh, girl. <laughs> I should be Premier для подражания. Example Example for others. For yes, others. I, I should uh-huh. be example for others. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say it. It's deep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe I'm hearing about this for the first time. And you were just there, Andrew. What were you doing? I have really good English <laughs> friends, and they've never Hamburgers. told me about Esdell. Wow. Yeah. Esdell, it's, uh, it's like, сейчас, как сказать, ну, это список наших традиций, обычно, это включает, Esdell включает себя. Esdell includes our traditions and customs. It's based on uh, traditions. Mm. So, um, SDL, the top three list SDL for me is that uh, you, first of all, you should be uh, honest, um, good person. Uh, you uh, must never lie. Did I say it correctly? You said it perfectly. And, um, uh, and I should try to help other people and um, always respect elders uh, and uh, look after my uh, little brothers and sisters. Hmm. Uh, if I need, if I have some trouble, I know that my family and my um, uh, tape will always um, protect me mm-hmm. and help me. So. I'm confident always. That's it. Wow. Well said. One, well one, said. one more important thing for yeah. us is we always care about our oldest people. Mm-hmm. Mm. If uh, you left your father or mother, uh, no one will, will be respect you. Mm-hmm. It's very important for us. We never left our f- family. Yeah. If a uh, if child lost his parents, mm-hmm. he will never be uh, in... Um, Orphanage. Orphanage uh, or somewhere else because a family in tape will, will always take, um, him. Uh, take him in. Take him in. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And um, old people, they are never in a house of nursing home. Yeah. Nursing oh, yeah. Home. Like for old people. Yeah, sure. We don't have such buildings, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I don't know if this is an English tradition or Caucasus tradition. I know in English, Shetia, the youngest son always stays yeah. with the family, stays right. with the parents. Yes. So when he gets married, his 
wife moves into their house and he lives with his parents until they die. Is that correct? It's yeah. correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. It, this is so interesting because there's this thing right now in the West. I've probably ranted to you about this before, Eli. I've ranted it about probably, it to my wife. but let's hear it again. So, uh, in the West right now, organizations and companies they'll always talk about, and lots of famous people too. They'll always talk about we've always had these long last long head of values of this, this, and this. But they, they're it's it's like a catchphrase now. Oh no, these have always been our values. And they'll talk about, you know, whatever different words when you really know, like you're just saying that to be, try to be relevant and like to cover, cover your rear end. So you don't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Whereas talk about long held values, like the Esdale that you're talking about, this honor code. I mean, we're talking about how many centuries? At least 15. I mean, that is unbelievable. I mean, that's like the definition of long-held values. You know? <laughs> it's the gold standard. <laughs> so it's really, I mean, it is honorable in a lot of ways that these traditions have been preserved and are still strong today. Like you guys are beaming with pride as you talk about them. You know? It's true. It's really cool. Um, we need to get video in here. <laughs> Some better lighting too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, man, good stuff. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about the English language. Mm. So, what is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to our listeners. You guys are fluent Russian speakers. You grew up in Russia. Ingushetia is in Russia. But your native language is in English, correct? Yes, of course. Okay, so when you're at home with your family, you speak the English language? Yes. I always speak English. Uh, English. <laughs> I always speak English language with my family and with other nationalities in Russia. Okay, so what is the difference for you? between speaking English and Russian? Because you speak both fluently, but the English is like the language, English is the language of your heart. Mm. Have, you, have you ever thought about this? <laughs> no, I've, I've never heard, but I have never thought about this. Yeah. Is it easier to speak English than Russian? Um, no, I know Russian better. Maybe wow. Okay, than. yeah. Because basically from age five or four, you go to Russian preschool, yeah. Russian school, all TV is in Russian. And then, of course, in a city like Petigorsk, you speak Russian with everybody. What about you, Lisa? Mm, as for me, I speak English and Russian right. uh, on one level. Mm-hmm. And, Same uh, level. Yeah. And this, in, I speak Russian and English uh, on the same level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm I'm trying to speak English more than Russian because in Petrogorsk I always um, talk in Russian. Right. But with my family on phone, I'm talking English language. Mm. It's easier to express your feelings with your language. Right. That yeah. was my question. Which one you can express yourself more thoroughly? Like, which one can you better express your deep ideas in? English. Really? Yes. Yeah. Do you find that it's there's... It's language, language of our heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Absolutely. But sometimes languages have really, have really different lexicons. And, you know, it's not like anyone who's ever learned another language knows that there's not always an, an equal sign between two words. You know, there's, it's not always like 
this word equals this word. There, you know, sometimes you have a, some words in one language and you don't have exact equals in the other language. Um, right. And I know that Russian has a huge lexicon, mm-hmm. lots of vocabulary words, and lots of prefixes. Um, <laughs> but that's another issue. <laughs> so I wonder if you ever feel like you could express certain things better in English and certain things better in Russian or no? Certain thing I um more things uh, on Russian express uh, it's easier for okay. me because I don't know deep English language ah, okay. so it's kind of trouble. Hmm. Where would you how would you go deeper in English if you really wanted to go deeper in the language? How would you do it? How would you um, learn it? Uh, read the books more oh. in we have uh, English uh, or novels like Istimuvikov. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very famous in yeah. Russia. What is this again? It's Timuvikov. I don't know. Bazorkin how it's, Idris. Yes. It's our oh, best yeah. author. Yeah, he's a poet. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know it. Uh, yes. So, do you guys write and read in English? I um, read English uh-huh. books. What alphabet is used? Cyrillic? The Russian um, alphabet? We change. It has like five extra letters, right? Ah, like yes, the, big, the more... big I with the dot. That's yeah. We have like diphthongs. Ah, okay. diphthongs, yeah. And some other books. That was the first time on this podcast ever that somebody said the word diphthong. <laughs> I, actually, I don't think it's true. No? I think it's been said before. Really? Yeah. That's like a certain kind of letter? No. Well, it's a certain kind of... It's two sounds put in one. So uh-huh. we have a lot of diphthongs in English. Like I is A and E put together. I-E. Yeah. I, oh. it's a diphthong. Yeah, there's also triphthongs. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> that first time we've said triphthong. That is on, true. On that is podcast. a first. Wow, good English word. I'm impressed you uh, knew that. Thanks. Man. Huh? To, yeah. Go ahead. To learn better English language, we should talk with our parents and grandpas, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. grandmas. Yeah. So it's yeah. Hel- it helps a lot. Mm. Practice. I definitely understand the heart language thing. We've lived in Russia five years of our lives now, my family, and I speak pretty good Russian now, but there are just some things I cannot express in the Russian language. I need to speak in English, you know? And there's times I find myself like just wanting to have a deep conversation in English with somebody, you know? Because like that's... Where the deepest thoughts come out, you know, and so, yeah. You know. Is there particular specific English music or instruments that speak to your heart in the same way that the English language does? Mm. We have pander, pander. Yes, it's like balalaika. It's uh, sort the of the same. Well, yeah, it's similar. It's so the pandur is a is a long, narrow-bodied wooden strummed instrument that mm-hmm. has usually two strings, and it's played really fast. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and it's yes. very it's common in different places in in the Caucasus. So that's something that's really close to your heart. Drum and drum <laughs> is very important. In now, our drum people, music. many people might think of like a rock and roll drum set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So when you say drum, what do you mean? Um, they uh, not to <laughs> not, <laughs> not like that. As they use like hands. Like, yeah. And uh, what does the drum look like? I mean, oh, it's 
on, only one thing. One drum. Not, mm -hmm. so. Not a whole set. Yeah. yeah. And you hold it, what, under your arm? Oh, yes. Someone on mm -hmm. arm, another, mm -hmm. put it on their knees. knees. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Dun, play. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Got a deep, rich sound, and always Lizginka. That's always right. Lizginka. No, we doesn't. We don't have any other music, just Lizginka. But yeah, not traditional. Dif yeah. Some differences. Can you hear when you hear Lizginka if it's Ingush Lizginka or not? No, I can't. Uh -huh. To be honest, I. I, I can't do They it. have differences, but right. we don't know which yeah. Interesting, one. great. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so we have to talk about the towers in the mountains. Oh, yeah. So this is like the pride of Ingushetia. It's this unbelievably beautiful part of the mountains. Uh, there's these tower complexes, little kind of mini cities of towers all throughout the mountains, and they reflect so much about the history of your people. So just tell our listeners a little bit about uh, how long have those towers be, been there and why are they there? And why are they only there and not in other parts of the Caucasus? Uh, Ingushete is uh, sometimes called uh, the kingdom of stone towers. Wow. Uh, among the mountains, you can see unique towers uh, and they have very long history. Hmm. Nowadays, even in 21st century, people don't know the secret how assistants built it. Uh, moreover, they build it on step slopes, uh, steep right? Slopes, yeah. Steep slopes, uh, right above the uh, precipices. Ah, so right it's above like the precipices. It's on the precipices. edge of cliffs, some of them, and that is saying something. And mm. um, in Magas, capital of Ingushetia, there is another popular tower, but it uh, was built few years ago. Yes, it uh, it's not like stone colds in mountains. Right. It's uh, difference different mm -hmm. and uh, it has um, glass bulk balcony on the top uh, and and the only way to get to the top is by walking i just did it so wait is it like a monument like to the towers it's a replica is it made out of glass or is it stone or it's stone but it's stone towers. the walkway at the top is glass oh. but the only way up is by walking well it's it's a kind of it's uh spiral staircase spiral walkway and it's not steep so you, it's actually a pleasant walk but it takes 20 minutes to get to the top inside yeah uh, inside so is it bigger than a than a it's normal huge. tower yeah it's huge okay so it's like um, a memorial tower yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah and then a glass walkway in the top so you're looking straight down it's a little scary it's very scary <laughs> they have one of those in the grand canyon now oh really uh skywalk huh have you been there i've been there and there is amazing uh, view uh -huh. on the top of the mount. Yeah. There, the tower. There are one hundred, about one hundred, hundred. There are about one hundred twenty towers in Ingushetia. For tower like complexes, uh, sets no, of sets of them. Towers. Okay. Actual towers. And as the construction of a tower uh, had to be uh, completed uh, in the one year. Uh -huh. If you didn't it. Your uh, your tape, uh, come. Yeah. Uh, and other people will think that your tape is weak. Oh wow! Yeah. Man, I wish we had that 
ethic in some seriously parts that, of yeah. the world for building things motivation. like the mall across the street from our apartment, which is not <laughs> finished in a year. So I was told about this recently. Week so tape. If you didn't complete building your tower in 365 days, for one, it would reflect bad on the like Hazaiva, like the person <laughs> who was in charge, the landlord. But two, they would just make you stop and you yes. couldn't complete it. And it was almost viewed as like a cursed tower, kind of. Is that right? Like a bad place. It was a bad place because they couldn't finish wow. it. Wow. Not to mention so that's right. a lot of time yeah. and energy and yeah. resources like down the drain. It was very hard to get there to other people. Yeah. Man, so these towers, to give you a um, picture, well, first of all, we'll have links in the show notes. You just got to see them. Again. But- there are probably most of the towers, they're anywhere from four stories high to some of them would be up to maybe 10 to 12 stories high. So they don't look that big from the road, but then like when you walk up to them and get among them, you're just kind of blown away by how high they are. And when you think people built these, yeah, like, yeah, it's amazing. Um, and mm-hmm. So do English people... Do you go to the towers? Do you talk about them? Do you think about them? Uh, yes. Or is it more like something you know is there, but you just don't really think about it most no, of the time? No, it's the heart of our republic yeah. and symbol of uh, Ingushetia. Yeah. And I always think about them because wow. I grew up among them and all, every day I saw them. You did? And I... I really like them. Wait, tell me about that because Magas is a big city. Uh, no, I'm living in Magas, but when I was a child from uh, th- three years, yeah. uh, I uh, until I was 14, I was uh, living over there in village Erach. And this was amazing. It's, the, my, it's my favorite place in the world. Wow. So so they were there, like out your window. You could just see them. Could you go to them, or they were they were uh, separated? They were fenced off, or something. Uh, um, when were I with that, we always. Секунду, как сказать, мы с отцом ехали на родник каждый день за водой. We went to the spring, the water spring. To get water. Yeah, with my dad. Water spring. Uh, every day when I was a child, uh, me and my dad went to the spring That's river right, spring. Uh, to yeah. get some water. And always on the way, uh, we can saw the towers. Wow. And it's beautiful. Decent wow. view on the way to the spring. Also, yeah, on, the way, on the daily trip <laughs> to the spring. Doesn't, isn't J-Rock the village that has the tower right in the middle? Right, the village. that's right. Yeah, I actually haven't been to that village. I've been to Aramid twice, but I came the other way, but I've seen it. Yeah, man, that's really cool. Huh. How about for you? Uh, I've been in Jerach three times, yes. And I really like Jerach because it's very, it's heart-taking views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Fresh the air, air is fresh, yes. It's cool. What's the rest of Ingusetia like at different parts of the year? Does it get hot? Does it get dry? Is it flat? Is it farmland? Because obviously this is the heart of the, but, you know, 
even a body has other parts besides the heart. So I'm just, <laughs> you know, if I, as a listener, I'd be curious. And actually as a host, I'm curious, um, just a little bit what the rest of the Republic is like, or, you know. So not J-Rock. So J-Rock is the region in the mountains where all the village, the towers are. Yeah. So the rest, that's a good yeah. question. What's the rest of it like? How would you describe some of the places or are there other notable places? Obviously, Magas is one. That's a, a noteworthy place. Let me ask this. What's in the rest of Ingusetia? Farming? Mountains? Like The rest of Ingusetia is Romina. Flat. It's flat. Yeah. The rest of Ingusetia is flat. It's not very interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Just Magas mean... capital and other ta- right other cities are just like look like villages, countries. Uh-huh. So, not nothing really interesting. Yeah, basically, <laughs> from my times I've been there, like you said, most of the republic is flat, and then if you drive towards J Rock, the mountains, you're slowly rising, and you drive through this beautiful gorge basically with huge rock faces on each side and then you come to j-rock and that's when the mountains just open up and it's it's really beautiful but yeah it seems like there's a lot of farmland um yeah but it's actually the smallest republic in the north Caucasus. is that right yes a little sliver of land only five cities Hmm. so five cities and lots of villages right right yeah let's do a quiz i want to see if i can say all the cities oh andrew Go name the five cities in Ingushetia. Go. I do my best. Magas. Ding. Nazran. Ding. I'm done. <laughs> Malgebek. Right. Uh, Karabulak. Right. Karabulak. That's right. Don't don't mess it oh, up. Oh, the fifth one. What is the fifth one? Uh, Las Vegas. Sunja. <laughs> right. Yes, she gave me a hint. Good job. Gave me a hint. But uh. This is I'm impressed. Good. Listeners, we want to take you there. It's it's so beautiful. That's been one of the like coolest things places I've been to here in the Caucasus and learned a lot. Yeah, about it. So Man, that's awesome. Cool beans. Okay, we could keep talking and talking and talking. You guys are so articulate. Yeah, this is really, a great conversation. I don't I don't I don't just mean your like pronunciation of English, but your uh, explaining your thoughts. It's really um gratifying to talk with you because Thanks. I can ask really probing questions. It's like a normal day with Eli asking probing <laughs> questions. Yeah, I would. Okay, final question. We ask this question to all our guests. If there's one thing you could tell the world about the North Caucasus, what would you say? One word? One thing, something. It doesn't have to be one word. What do you want the world to know about this region? Mm. Breathtaking views. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Friendly people. It's the best place in the world. <laughs> Man, come on. Love I would it. like to say if you love nature, especially beautiful views, high mountains, fast rivers, uh, North Caucasus is place for you. So <laughs> welcome. Enjoy it. I love it. We really, like, we don't have to try hard to advertise this place. We just need to. Oh, I guess do it for us. Seriously. We don't even prep them. The the answers we get to this question are such good answers every time. You know what we should do, Andrew? We talk about this sometimes. We should make a quick, a, like a roll of of all of our guests' answers, just just the invitations, mm. yeah, and send it to certain 
governmental agencies. Yeah, tour agencies, and tour bureaus. The, the people who have publicly not very ins- welcoming things to say about the North Coast. Just like share. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about that. So when you say we should do that, you mean you should do that? Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll edit it and you send it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Lisa and Hadi, thank you so much. This was for a being real pleasure. Thank you for thank inviting. You. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah, and uh, hopefully if we have some guests, I think there are going to be people listening to this podcast today that because of your warm words and invitation, they're going to come. And they're going to come to English Edia. Yeah. I'm telling you. Welcome. You guys <laughs> present it well. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You like that? I think was your best editing job yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just gives you a sense of my editing, then. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll take that and run with it. Um, Yeah, the editing is part of it, but what you really, I mean, the whole idea of editing is to try and get the essence out of what happened, yes. you know, not just to clean it up, but right. there's so much going on and there's so much that they have to share. You know, we do the best we can, but I, I'm, I think our listeners, I think you guys will agree that that was just really uh, kind of, yeah. eye opening into what Ingush tradition and culture is like. Yes. So. Yeah. And of course, you know, some of you may have heard of Dagestan or Chechnya or even the Circassians, but the English are one of those smaller Caucasus nationalities that not many people know. So, uh, yeah. I'm thanks. Thanks to our guests very yeah. much for coming, for doing that. Awesome. All right. Um, listeners hope you enjoyed it. Um, we're going to keep cranking them out for you. Um, so yeah, let us know what your thoughts were. Um, shoot us a message on our Facebook page, caucus talk, email us podcast at caucus talk.com. And don't forget this Saturday, October 6th, is the big match between McGregor and Nurmagomedov on pay-per-view, we think. So, yes. look it up. If you're in we'll Russia, chat about it after. it'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, it's true. So, um, thanks for listening. This was episode 33 of Caucus Talk, your source for culture, history, and tourism in the North Caucasus, mountains of Russia. We'll see you when you get here.